All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're tuned in to Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uramchuk, live every weekday on the Nation Network YouTube. A must-win game against the Flyers at the end of February? That sounds weird to say, but it might just be the case. Stroud Ford Giant Game Day, let's get into it with the lead. Jay will be stopping by in a couple of minutes. We're going to give you a full short for Giant Game Day edition of Oilers Nation every day, streaming to you live on the Nation Network YouTube, where the chat is alive and well. Tyson is in with the first comment of the day. He says, let's go Oilers. Let's get back in the wind golem, play solid defense, score a bunch of goals, and start climbing back up towards first in the division. Not totally out of the picture, in my opinion, but we'll chat about that throughout today's show. We are streaming to you live from the Sports Closet Studio. You can check them out at sportscloset.ca. Whether you want some of that fresh reverse retro gear that dropped throughout this season, or you just want to get some gear for the stretch drive, Sports Closet has it all, no matter what sport you're looking for. They got you covered. Learn more, sportscloset.ca. 587Legend is in, racks on racks, smoking on that Flyers pack. I love those comments. They always make me laugh. Michael Teixeira says, we're winning this one. And Richard said, let's get back on track. Boys, Rusty, the reckless optimist, winning today gets us some more separation from Calgary. And it closes the gap between us and the division title. Let's go. Yeah, Um, the standings are, you know, the Oilers have taken a bit of a hit in terms of their push to maybe win the division this season. They're now four points back of Vegas, and Vegas has a game in hand on them. They're three points back of LA, same number of games played. Two points back of Seattle, same number of games played. Five points up on the Calgary Flames, 
same number of games played. Philly did the Oilers a favor last night, taking down the Calgary Flames on the holiday Monday. Hope everyone had a great holiday Monday as well. Um, so that was big. San Jose took care of the Seattle Kraken 3-0. That was a weird one. Point being, it was a nice out-of-town scoreboard for the Edmonton Oilers yesterday. Now tonight, you need to take advantage of what you're supposed to do. LA's in Minnesota. They even have a tough matchup tonight. As you can see here, Flyers beat the Flames 4-3 last night. The out-of-town scoreboard could be working in your favor. Vegas also gets Chicago, so that's probably going to be two points for the Vegas Golden Knights this evening. You need to win tonight if you're the Edmonton Oilers. Philly is not that good. Looking at their last 10 games, they only have three wins. I believe one of those even came against the Edmonton Oilers as well. They're 23, 25, and 10 on the season. There's drama everywhere. John Tortorella is out here healthy scratching Travis Sanheim, whose eight-year extension hasn't even kicked in yet. It's not good in Philly. The one concerning sign would be that they decided to save Carter Hart for this game. Makes sense, considering he's a local product. We saw him play really well against the Edmonton Oilers the last time uh, these two teams met back on February 9th. Carter Hart stopped 34-35 in the shootery for the Flyers, including a beautiful glove save on Connor McDavid in overtime. So you can't take this Flyers team lightly simply because of how good Carter Hart can be. He's allowed four goals in back-to-back -back starts, though. He's had an 8-10 and a 7-8-9 save percentage. So maybe he's starting to dip down just a little bit. But this Flyers team, they can still give you fits. They're going to play that annoying defensive Tortorella trap style. They're going to try clog up the neutral zone. They're going to try stop the Oilers offense before it even gets going. This is not an easy matchup for Edmonton, despite what the standings say. But just because it's not an easy matchup for Edmonton doesn't mean this isn't a game the Oilers should absolutely win. They should be walking to victory. Again, the Flyers play a system that I don't think lines up that well with the Oilers, but the Flyers aren't that good. So the Oilers should be imposing their own system tonight. Um, a lineup note to pass along your way is that uh, Vinny DeHarnay has been recalled this evening. Our resident capologist, Reginald Puzar, uh, he dropped this over to us earlier today saying DeHarnay will be an emergency call up as they don't have cap room for him. That means Kane and Costner are both still out or others in their place. Or Vinny can replace Devin Shore, who would be sent back down or potentially going LTIR. So there's a few different options here. Um, but it sounds like the Oilers are still battling some sort of an illness or injury bug. No update on whether or not Evander Kane is going to play in the lineup this evening. So we'll keep an eye on a few things like that as the Oilers, uh, they did take to the ice. Stuart Skinner is going to get the start. That is one piece of news we were able to get. Um, I'm not sure if we heard anything about Evander Kane, but again, Plenty of stories to keep an eye on as we go throughout the day. Jay's going to be stopping by in a few minutes, but you know who is here? Wearing his brand new Nation Gear hat that he's been... I feel like you rocked it almost every show now. You're a big fan of that new lid. It's because I, I do this weird thing, Tyler, where I'll wear a hat for a while, then I'll put it down, and I forget where I put it. So I'm currently... This might be the only hat I have, but it's also, it's also pretty styling. My mm -hmm. dad got one, too, mm -hmm. and he's feeling pretty fly about the whole thing. So go get one. Yeah, the sports closet and yeah. Nation Gear. NationGear.ca. If while you're at NationGear.ca, maybe you want to take one of the final two spots at our nation vacation to Toronto that's coming up. Maybe. You could check that out. Shout out to AMA Travel, who makes all of our trips a ton of fun. Also, oh, there you go. We had a little picture. Look how bougie that looks. It's gold. Bougie. We're not flying first class or anything, but we are staying at the Fairmont Royal York, which is a <laughs> top-notch hotelium. Sitting in a gondola suite, free food, or food included, I should say. 
It's going to be a really good time. Shout out to AMA Travel. Also, our birthday party is up there right now on the site, $20.07. And it's that, I mean, you want to talk about a good time. The Pine mm-hmm. for an afternoon game, a big afternoon game against the Seattle Kraken. Your ticket, like I said, $20.07. And it gets you actually a lot. One, gets you into the party. Two, it's all in support of free play for kids. It's going to get you an exclusive Nation Gear shirt as well. It's going to get you a drink when you walk into the pint as well. We've seen the shirt, I think. We have we have a general idea of what the shirt looks like. Pretty nice. So yeah, Pretty see sharp. you there, everyone. Hopefully. All 106 of you right now. And we currently have, let me check the lights, Tyler. 32. 32. Road to 100 continues. Road to 100 continues. Yeah, that's the goal today. Let's 100. get 100 likes. Hammer that like button if you're watching on the Nation Network. Uh, original Puzar, neither Kane nor Costin skated this morning. So we'll see. Uh, sounds like Vinny Dayarnay is going to get in then. Um, just a matter of what the rest of the lineup kind of looks like tonight against the Flyers. Just the Vincent Dayarnay thing has really made me laugh over the last few days because I agree. I love Vincent Dayarnay. I love what he brings to the team. But boy, oh boy, has it been a massive coincidence that this team has lost two games since he left the lineup. And now it's like, yeah. okay, it's over, everyone. The win streak starts again tonight. And it, do- and it does. It could. But I don't think it's solely on Vinny Dejane, people. No, the guy who <laughs> plays the seventh most minutes on your blue line. I, I do think, like, I love the guy. I love what Me he's too. brought. Me too. I think this is, this is a stretch of games that has probably changed how you're going to handle your blue line in the off season. Mm-hmm. Cause you're probably going to work around having Vinny Deharnay on your roster to start next season. But Vinny Deharnay is not the reason they have points in 14 of their last 15 or whatever the hell the streak is. I, I think it's a part, we saw this with Marcus Nima line and it points yes. too. Yes. Parts of this fan base see a hard nosed physical defenseman and they don't really care about anything else. And Vinny's been good. I'm not trying to yeah. take anything away from him. Me He's neither. great. But like you aren't changing your deadline plans around Vinny and you aren't winning or losing games solely based off Vinny. But with Vinny in, with Vin in, we win or whatever the hell Jay Vinny, With Vinny, we winny. Sure. There oh, you go. It's a very simple saying. There you go. <laughs> um, Blake says he's not not the reason. Sure. Sure. Frog Prince says, Frog Prince says just call him Victory Deharnay. Absolutely. I, like I love it. But again, people who are saying the Oilers were losing those games because Vinny wasn't in the lineup. Eh pump the brakes i like to for those people to also recognize that if the others acquired another defenseman it would be vinnie dehane that went down yeah so so pick so. your poison people yeah unless they ran with eight d-men on the roster which could be a possibility but wouldn't make a ton of sense uh Stuart skinner is going to get the start between the pipes for the edmonton oilers and if you listen to our show yesterday you will know that i like that decision uh he's coming off as one of his worst games of the season against montreal that was back on February 12th. He's had nine days to stew on his six goal against performance against the Habs. But before that, it was one goal against Philly. He was very good against his Flyers team. Three goals against against Columbus, but in a game where I actually thought he played really well and they gave up a lot of really good scoring chances. Two goals against Vancouver. He was solid there, 931. Three goals the game before that. He got yanked against the LA Kings. So those are the last five for our guy, Stuart Skinner. But he played well against Philly. And as you can see by this graphic, this is a Flyers team that isn't really a threat to score. Like the Oilers need to take the charge offensively here tonight because they didn't really do that in the last game against Philly. And I know there were maybe some bad breaks throughout that game in terms of the Oilers special teams and things like that, not getting the job done, not getting a single power play. 
this Flyers power play sucks. Their penalty kill is subpar, even though it's somehow better than the Oilers still. Um, but this is not a Flyers team that scores very often, is my point. No, basically what happened the last time they played the Flyers needs to be the complete opposite for this game. If the yeah. Oilers want to win, they can't allow Carter Hart to kind of get hot because when he's going, he's one of the best goalies in the league. But mm-hmm. yeah, the Oilers should have some juice behind him tonight considering what's happened the last three games now. And you're on home ice. You all your fans a good game. Yeah, you do. And you've been not good on home ice so far this season. We'll dig into more of our Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day topics here. Sherwood Ford and their service center. Head to their website, SherwoodFord.ca. You can check out more. Get free valet service pickup and drop off or choose Ford Mobile Service to come to you with over 51 service bays and the latest in Ford diagnostic tools and Ford trained technicians. They're ready to help you keep your vehicle running smoothly. Boom, you head to the website and this is what you see. Pointing the wrong way. Jay? You want to hop in? Okay. Yeah, you can. Got the little short Ford graphic up. Game day. Taking on the Flyers. Sure are. I'm calling it a must win. I'm calling this a shit kicking. This is this is one of those games where you think they'll just. To, it's it's one of the beatdown games. They need to get uh, things back on the rails. I just feel that is what's going to happen. I am betting very aggressively on that case. We'll get to our bets a little bit later in the show. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Like this is a Flyers team that's just, they're not good. They got outshot pretty bad against the Calgary Flames, although the Flames tend to kind of do that to everybody. And the Flyers, something else I dug up, they're playing in the second of back-to-backs and they have been brutal in the second game of back-to-backs this year. Two and seven with 34 goals against in those nine games. They give up a ton they're not a team that carries over from one night to the next all that well. That's something the Oilers are going to have to take advantage and of. And they got the win last night, right? So they yeah. won in Calgary. Went in, did they go to OT? No, it was regulation. No, it was regulation, but still it was a hard-fought game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now they have to you know, pop up the QE2 and play a very pissed-off, you know, need-to-prove-it Oilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is one on the Philly calendar that has to be a scheduled loss. Has to be. Yeah, I mean, you would certainly hope it's that perspective. I was talking a little bit about how the Flyers play a style that I think doesn't line up well with the Oilers. They like to last time. I know they like to drag the game out, kind of run you down, dump and chase. They play that trappy John Tortorella style. And I was looking at the shots against for them in their last few games, 35 against Calgary, but that's a Flames team that shoots from the parking lot. Only 23 against Vancouver, 30 against the Kraken, 21 against the Kraken the game before that one because they played them twice in a row, 25 against the Flyers, or sorry, against the Preds. Those are their last five games. They actually don't give up a ton of shots. So that's going to be a big thing for the Oilers. Uh, Maybe touch on that a little bit later with my keys to victory. Um, But Carter Hart is going to, or is expected to get the start tonight. You know, he's got a little... I'm I'm sure he's a nice guy. But I hope he has a miserable evening. Carter Hart's family, I hope you enjoy the They'll game. They'll love you regardless of win or lose, Carter. Yeah. Just remember that. They don't have a choice. And us personally would we'll like love you, you as more. well. Yeah, if you gave up four or five. You grew up an Oilers fan. Do us a solid, bro. Yeah. You're not making the playoffs in Philly. Come on. Electronic Jordan has a question for us. Does Connor McDavid hit 50 goals tonight? And it's actually an interesting little storyline that Gavin, the intern, pointed out to me. Connor McDavid's gone four games without a goal. Oh. Has he even gone four games? I'm just looking. He had a three game. Life. He had a three game stretch without a goal back in November. 
and a three-game stretch without a goal in October. But since then, I mean, this is his first time all season going four games without a goal, and it's not for lack of effort. In those four games, he's tacked on 23 shots on net. Connor McDavid, is he the definition of do tonight? He's also at 42 goals, so Electronic Jordan, you know, he's not getting 50 tonight. Um, but I just wanted to parlay Imagine. that into it. I wanted to parlay that into a chat about his kind of scoring slump here. I know. It's... I'm not, I'm not concerned. He's not shooting as much either. Yeah. Are you noticing that? He's not shooting as much as he was at the beginning of the season. So, um, I mean, he has 23 in his last four games. He's hit his shot prop in five straight, six straight. Oh, he's so. a shot prop master. Of course, he knows that. Okay. Whatever. I test. I test says he's not shooting as much. Well, the numbers I have in front of me would yeah, say but otherwise. What, what's the shot quality? Um, good. Yeah. According to me, uh, see once again. <laughs> uh, but I listen. Our friends at Betway think Connor McDavid's due tonight because he's minus one thirty-eight to find the back of the net this evening. Oh, um, gross! Like you parlay Oilers to win with Connor to score, and it like moves the needle like like twenty hair. points. McDavid to get a point and Oilers to win is minus two seventy-five. Like that's <laughs> it's insanity. That is so gross. And you the Oilers and the, Oilers, that on principle. and the Oilers to win tonight is minus 300. So McDavid only moves it 25 cents. Once again, why the decimal makes sense. We're not. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I Listen, they're big favorites tonight as they should be. I also want to see this team just go pedal to the floor and play the right way on home ice. Just beat like the have, wheels off the flyers. They played the 31 home games this season. And they only have 13 wins. I know. That's not No, I did that math really wrong. They've played 29 home games this season, and they only have 13 wins. It's not good. Not good. No, not good at all. This team, with their kind of talent, having last change, I'll even put a little bit of it on on Jay Woodcroft. You need to be taking advantage of matchups better. You should be like almost unbeatable on home ice instead of below 500. Yeah, man, it's 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 what's killing our season right now. I'm yep. not saying our season's dead, but just like think about where we'd be if we were just half decent at home. You can't even say we're that. No, you given can't the caliber of team we are. Um, so hopefully, like, they what, like that Arizona, out. since they moved into the Mullet Arena, is probably better at home than us. Did you know that Arizona's actually been the most profitable home team from a betting perspective in the entire NHL? Because they win at the mullet. They're 13, 8, and 2 at the mullet.com cool. or mullet arena. I would sorry, kill I to be 13, 8, and 2. Yeah, I'm looking. Sorry. Uh, I really want to pull up the stat again here to see what the numbers exactly. If you were to put 100 bucks this season on the Coyotes to win every home game, you'd be up $1,200. Woo-wee. If you were to put 100 bucks on the Oilers every home game this season, you'd be down $761. It's a $1,900 swing between the Oilers and Yotes. The Oilers have been a profitable road team this year coming in at 462. But if you were to bet on the Oilers every game this season, these numbers are courtesy of Odd Shark. Uh, you'd be down 300 bucks if you put 100 bucks on Edmonton to win every game this year outright. So that is great. change. That does need to change. Who do you think has been the most profitable team overall in the NHL this year? If, I, if you had to guess. Um, Seattle. Buffalo. No. Seattle's close. Close, one of the best in the West, or the best in the West. Boston is actually number one. I guess because they just, <laughs> they just don't lose. They're they're paying crap. They just yeah. don't lose. But 
Anyways, yeah, it goes fair. it goes to show if you just chip away with maybe some worse payouts, you'll be better in the long run. You know, well, your <laughs> betting record would suggest that, but uh, screw it. I bet with my heart. Uh, you guys are active and alive in the Nation Network YouTube chat. I actually really like this point from Tyson, who says the players are the reason for our home game record. They always try to get too cute and fancy instead of playing the system. Stop trying to put on a show for the home crowd. Play the game the right way. I love that. I really do like that. You know what? We love goals. This just in. Uh, Gavin passed this along. The Oilers were 28-12-1 at home last year, so they can do it. They can. They know how to win at home. This core group. Like what's different? It's just so uh, it's weird. Just, it's, it's such a fickle game men- mentally, you know, hockey. Yeah, it's, it's really I guess annoying. any sport, but yeah. Oilers need to turn it around on home ice tonight as they take on the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, let's get into our daily trade talk for today because we are 10 days away from the NHL trade deadline. There is a report that the Boston Bruins are close to or have an agreement in place to acquire Vladislav Gavrikov from the Columbus Blue Jackets. The sticking point is that they can't find anyone to take Craig Smith. So the Bruins... And Blue Jackets have apparently said, yeah, it's whatever picks for Gavrikov were good. The Blue Jackets have told the Bruins, we're not going to wait forever. The Bruins are saying, we need to get rid of Craig Smith before we can do this deal. And they can't find anyone to take Craig Smith they off their hands. can't send him down? He's making $3.1 million. So that's their Gavrikov money. Oh. I'm a little bit surprised that Columbus wouldn't just say, because he's an expiring contract. We'll take him. We'll do- for another pick. Sure, yeah, for another pick or take them, keep half and flip them somewhere for a pick. Send them to Arizona for a pick. Yeah, I, I'm just really surprised if the if we're hearing that this is happening and the deal has reportedly been agreed to for a while that Boston hasn't found a way to just it's pull the trigger. Million, it's, but it's 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 a big it's a it's decent dollar. Yeah, so they probably don't want to part with a third or a second or whatever it's going to take to dump that contract. Yeah, and the interesting part too, actually, when you look at his deal breakdown, is real money. He's four point three million this year. Oh, so that's like I don't know why Boston did that actually because it was two million the first year, then three, then four point three. Is he an RFA? He's a UFA. So oh. if you would have switched that. You would have been this year, probably been able to get rid of that for like a sixth rounder. But now that it's 4.3, it might cost you a second rounder to get rid of Craig Smith, assuming he's a dead asset, which he sounds like he is because they can't move him. Uh, Frank Saravalli today talked about Colton Pareko's availability in St. Louis. He is out there. The Blues are open to dealing him. They are looking for a young defenseman in return. Frank mentioned the Ottawa Senators as a potential fit. They have a couple of right shot young D men in uh, Jacob Bernard Docker and Lassie Thompson that they could look to move. I wouldn't. I was talking to a trade in my acquisition for next season. Yeah, that's going to be the, like, that's weird. But the Sens want to play meaningful hockey, right? That's kind of their thing is they want to give this young core like what it's like to go down the but stretch. Then risk losing his Preco deal up or is he still under contract? He's in the first year of an eight year extension that pays him $6.5 million. <laughs> then, yeah, that makes sense. Um, 6.5 million Pareko, 29 years old. He has a no trade clause. So I'm quite honestly not sure why he would agree to go to Ottawa, but that's beside the point. Um, there's, the, there's some excitement to be had there. He's, got eight, he's, he's got eight more years, right? So, would you be interested in Pareko if you can make the money work? Me? Yeah. A big, solid defenseman? Six and a half mil, though. And they won't keep any of that because there's so many years. Yeah, but we're also trying to think about how we can squeeze Eric Carlson at seven and a half million. So, so yeah, like you can't do both, obviously. But like, but I'm saying like if we're thinking if we're thinking that, then getting Pareko in isn't that crazy. Yeah, 
Like it's it's doable. Like what? I, like I don't know if I like the eight years of him though. That's intense. Like, I don't want to have to be paying. Once again, we have a three year window. I know, but he's already right slowing down. I think in I think in two years. What's that the, what's the bio really, look like? Probably not great considering how long the deal is. is. I just bonus. Is it like is it front loaded? Is it bonus laden? Is it um, buyout? Let's say they buy him on twenty twenty six. Yeah, the buyouts. I mean, not terrible, but not great. But like, like but like, once again, if our if we're talking about a three year window, yeah, and these three years of Pareko are going to be still good and beneficial to us. I said this yesterday on the show, and I think I got a lot of people on board with it because I saw a lot of people tweeting me saying they were on board How with dare it. Dare you agree with your I'm Chuck? I think I'm. I think I'm starting to go all in on Matthias at Coleman Tanner's. You know? Oh, oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. They're on Frank's trade targets list. Yes. Nashville's apparently worried about the arbitration with Jeannot because he has a 20-goal season under his belt. These two guys combined this year would be just like a hair over 7 mil. If you could convince Nashville to keep some money on Ekholm and get that down, like if you could convince him to keep 2 mil, I know it's over the next three years, you'd have to pay handsomely for it. But I threw out the idea of make the money work with Puliarvi and then you send Fogel somewhere else. How old is Ekholm? 32. But he's still, he's shown he can hold up. He's like, he's like Robin Regeer type. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's what we need. So let's say. I don't know what his first pass ability is, but like he does get in the, he is in the mix offensively. Like if you could convince Nashville to keep 1.8 of this deal. Yeah. Then you could get Janot and Ekholm. For 5.25 combined. Yep. That's Pugliarvi and Fogel out the door. Fogel in a separate deal. Fogel out the door. He's scoring like crazy. I don't know. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But... Man, I mean, you talk about getting harder to play against in your bottom six. Tanner Janot does that. I know he's a left shot, but you know, maybe you could see if you could flip him around. Like Just, that part's not great, but I like that guy in the Oilers' is, bottom six. He is beefy. He's a mean dude, and you always say we need more Saskatchewan products. Wow, that's a former Moose Jaw warrior. We don't have enough yeah. of those ever. And you get at home. Like I think I would do, and I said this yesterday on the show, so I'm interested in your take. 
again, you got to send Pugliarvi to Nashville. You got to send Fogel another way. I would do a first, a second in Borgo to get that package. Geno's an RFA. Geno's an RFA. Yeah, I'd do that. I would do that for sure. And Pugliarvi. So a first, second, Borgo and Pugliarvi is basically like two first round picks because of Borgo, another premium asset in the deal. And they get to test run Pugliarvi for a bit. And you can still somehow pull off a Patty Kane trade. Yeah. That's the thing. Like that, I, do. I don't mind. It gives us options. Like Ekholm is solid. Great yeah. beard, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janot is, he is the beef. And he shows he can scoot hard nose. Like, you know, you can, I bet, I bet you he'll do well with us. Mm-hmm. And in the playoffs, that guy is going to be a Viking. Yeah. Another interesting trade note that came along today is that Jacob Chikrin is back practicing with the Arizona Coyotes. Well, he's got to skate. I guess, but I just, man, what a weird thing. Isn't the weird thing, I don't know if I saw a troll account, but I'm pretty sure it was Daily Faceoff that St. Louis is in the Timo Meyer conversation. Frank Saravalli started that noise today. That was the breaking news to start Daily Faceoff Live. Apparently, Doug Armstrong is sitting there saying, hold up, I just got a first and another first. This is what he does. Yeah, this is is what he does. He rebuilds on the fly. So Frank outlined that. There was a few years ago, he traded Bacchus Oshie's situation. He traded Stastny at the deadline, got a first round pick, comes to the summer, flips that first round pick, got Ryan O'Reilly. He's also done it with like Kevin Shattenkirk and stuff. He loves doing this kind of a move. He's going to trade Pareko, go get Chikrin. He's going to go get Timo Meyer. And he's just going to retool on the fly. He's going to retool on the fly. He is a genius. He loves accumulating picks and then spending those picks immediately. Yeah. It's wicked smart business to take advantage of high asking prices around the deadline. Yeah. And then also like guys like Meyer, like, man, if Meyer was a pending UFA, he should be getting like a first and a second plus because he's that good. The guy's probably going to score 45 goals this year. Yeah. And he's already got 31 on a dog, dog shit team. Yeah. Well, in St. Louis's first round is worth more than anyone else's. Yeah, potentially, or they'll try to keep their first and just trade the periphery oh, ones they yeah, got, yeah, right? Fair, fair, fair. Uh, but Meyer should be going for. Should be going for this much if he didn't have team control. The fact that you can bring him in, put him into your lineup, either try to re-sign him or flip him at the deadline, I think that's why a lot of teams are interested in him, but I'm just surprised that the reported ask isn't a lot higher because Timo Meyer's legit. If St. Louis does that, I would I would give Doug Armstrong a ton of props for the way he's kind of flipped that narrative around there. They're not making the playoffs this year. That's just a little bit too far gone, but they would be a force next year if you're looking at 26 or younger having, I mean, Buchnevich is 27 too. So he's in this mix, but you're looking at Meyer, Kairu, Thomas, Buchnevich as like your yeah. core four to build around. And it's a really it's, good four. And maybe next year, well, next year they could be great, but definitely the year after. Yeah. Oh, and they might get another first round pick for Ivan Barbashev because apparently there's a little bit of a bidding war for him. Teams like Calgary, New Jersey, Carolina, Dallas, Winnipeg, Boston, all interested in Barbashev. So I mean, like Doug Armstrong could end up with getting rid of his rentals bringing in Timo Meyer and still having two first round picks this year. That's insane. If he gets a first for Barbershop, he might have three first round picks and Timo Meyer in his organization. That's just crazy. That's crazy. Good GM work. Um, yeah. There's magic to be done. There's always magic to be done. This is really smart. Are work. we going to do any magic? Are we pulling off any magic? We'll see. We will see. Uh, we are seven, 10 days away from the NHL trade deadline. We're going to be doing a four hour live show on Daily Face Off. So if you aren't subscribed to the Daily Face Off YouTube yet, 
Go do that right now. Do me a solid. Subscribe to the DFO YouTube. You get all of Frank's stuff there as well. Um, Wise Kyle says, I'd move Pugliarvi and Yamamoto before Fogel. Hey, I mean, Warren Fogel, all the credit to him. This guy, he's either doing, he's doing one of two things right now. He is either playing himself off the trade block or he's making himself a tradable asset. Yeah. I don't know which one it is yet. It's one of those two. Uh, he's still inconsistent, but like, man, he's a guy just always scores in bunches, eh? He does. And the other thing I like about his game and like Liam and I kind of ripped him for this earlier in the year. And, I, and I'll get your thoughts on this too, Liam. But there was a stretch there where one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He went nine straight games without getting more than one shot. It was one shot or no shots. He wasn't hitting, really wasn't doing anything. And now you look as of late, he's gone in nine of his last 10 and had multiple shots on net. He's starting to get more physically engaged. He's found the back of the net five times in that span, like five goals in his last 11 with multiple shots in almost all of those games. It feels like he's woken up a little bit and he's inconsistent. So there's a part of me that says if some team has watched this last 11 games and go, we'll take them, we'll take them for a year and a half. You still do it. But I've been really impressed the way he's kind of turned it around and he's doing this all only playing north of 13 minutes once in that span. Yeah. I mean, like you said, like when he was playing, he wasn't doing anything at all half the time so now yeah he's getting to like the areas where you actually need to score some goals and play in that kind of style and kind of being a little bit of a dick out there as well in like a small yeah. way like yeah, sure. that penalty he got on byron was kind of a greasy play where yeah. he just stood behind him and waited to trip him so yeah i think that's good to see and also i would just like to give myself a little pat on the back tyler yep i did say st louis would be a good option for timo Mayo when we did our matchmaking thing the other day you're a smart man liam me and doug armstrong you're tight? Yep. Then what should the Oilers do? What magic should they do if you've got your magical hat on right now? My magical hat says, I am on the Eckholm and Janot train. I like that one a lot. I am completely off Colin Pareko. I think he's just way too long for that contract to deal with yep. it. Um, I'm mixed on Carlson. So I think the Oilers need to go out there and maybe get a little stronger. I think uh, when they were doing that during that stretch where they were winning with Kane Dehane and Clem Carson, that was the yeah. best hockey when they were kind of being douchebags about it, right? So <laughs> if you can find another guy like that, I think it makes them way better and it opens that up. That a bit of a prick. Janot's just right there, well, too. So, is, uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's Jeanneau's I think it's prick. right there for he ain't afraid. to grab. So mm -hmm. that's what I would do. I'm I'm fine. Like, trust me, I I, I love the whole idea and spectacle of bringing Eric Carlson to the Oilers. But like, if you don't, what are you doing? That is a great mm -hmm. uh, second option. And I, I would grade it very similar to like an Eric Carlson in terms of impact. I think it's more. It's a better course. fit for sure. And then it definitely does open up us to make another move. I think the, uh, to just go back to it a little bit, just on the Carlson thing, but the Craig Smith deal, mm -hmm. the fact Boston can't move that Craig Smith money for that long and we expect someone to take Carlson no one money wants to for help that them. long. Yeah, no but, one wants to help the best team in the league. Yeah. But then why would teams want to help us? They don't. You but know, I, I mean, just, it's difficult to do, I guess. Well, I just, Arizona will take all, they'll, they'll help anyone they can for capital picks. It's also a little bit different. It's like Craig Smith, he's 34, right? So I think if someone wants to take 26 year old Warren Fogel for a year and a half, Fogel scored oh, more than Craig Smith this year. I meant more of like someone taking Carlson's uh, money. Oh, no one's going to do that, though. Yeah. Think, so right? that's a difficulty yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, like Craig Smith is, he's got four goals this year. He's only got 10 points. Like the guy's not that good and he's expensive like and the sharks old. take him. Well, yeah, but like, again, at least for picks, at least when we talk about teams helping the Oilers, like Fogel and Pugliarvi are young and have some upside and a team that's rebuilding is going to say, or might say, 
hey, we'll test drive them. Like, we, let's see if they're a fit. Let's see if the change of scenery helps them out a little bit. It, with Craig Smith, you're literally just bringing on money. Yeah, so it's, actually, there's no Doug Armstrong upside. should do it for another bullet in the chamber. Yeah, he probably should because they have a lot of money. Um, also, the Minnesota Wild. I'm intrigued by them ahead of the deadline, but we can table that. Frank Saravalli is going to be on the show tomorrow for our weekly insider chat with him. So we'll have a lot of questions for uh, for Frank Saravalli. It's getting to that time. It'll be a second last hit between now and the deadline. Uh, BMAX is in and says, Your Chuck, don't expect this team to go all in because they won't. Sure. Uh, Sergeant Battle says, if we go for Ekholm, Janot, and Lafferty, I'd be very happy. I think that's like a decent little angle to look at. You that know, really bolsters the bottom six. Yeah. I mean, you'd probably in that scenario be moving out both of Pugliarvi and Fogel or Pugliarvi and Yamamoto if that were to happen. But you would have Janot and Lafferty both under team control for the next little bit. And I'd be intrigued. Like, I, I know original Puzar was saying, you know, you're worried about Janot's arbitration case. And I would be too. But you bring a guy like that, like a Saskatchewan boy to Edmonton, and you do a little, you know, a little hometown massaging there. Maybe he sits there and goes, yeah, you know what? I got a shot to play with McDavid and Drysaddle. I'll take a three-year deal that's cheap or cheaper than my arbitration. And I'll see if I can cash in big time in a few years and he's be like... A- he's leaving a state that's tax-free, you no know, state tax. Yeah, sure. But like from a long-term no, investment I know. I'm just, perspective. I, just, I know. I'm just, I'm just thinking this through. Yeah. Yes. We need more Sasky. We only have, who's our only Sasky player on the team? Ryan Murray. Ryan Murray. Ah. Not even dressing him. Son of a gun. Ryan Murray's still on LTIR. Um, Rusty says, why can't we go all in? I agree. We should. We'd have to. Uh, Ryan says, I kind of hate that we're waiting so long to bolster this team. I know prices are high, but the team needs a boost now. Yeah, I also think it's a little bit on this group to figure their stuff out. Like, listen, help will probably come in the next 10 days. It's not like Ken Holland's not going to make a single move. This team does oh. have some flaws they need oh. to work through, though. What? I, got a, I, I was watching a uh, one of the major sports programs this morning, mm-hmm. and one of their analysts said the Oilers should look at Kulikov. Oh, I like Kulikov. I brought up yesterday on the show the idea of... Pat, oh like, I said, if you can't get Ekholm and Janot... An interesting little check down would be Adam Henrique and Dmitry Kulikov. Oh my God, that is a giant step. Kulikov's really good. Is no, he, I shouldn't say really good. Kulikov is very serviceable. Serviceable. And so he makes like, their blue line better. Yeah, he is. He is an upgrade, but like, I feel like you bring in Kulikov and you brought Ek home. Yeah, I mean, you, like, I don't think like, he, it's it's he's not your cornerstone defensive solve. No, but I think he's, he's like a, your like depth add that's responsible. And so, like, I'm not opposed to the a Kulikov, but like, what else did we do? If he's our only blue line addition, then no, sir. Someone did bring up to me in terms of my Henrik and uh, Kulikov idea that Adam Henrik does have a modified no trade clause with a ten team no trade list on there, so. I mean, he's Doesn't a Canadian. With David. He's a Canadian guy. Would he be tempted to play playoff hockey and get out of Anaheim? Maybe. Probably at his age, too, 33. Maybe wants to play for one more deal after this. So getting a chance to play to play playoff hockey would help him with that as well. Um, but I think Kulikov's going to be the guy, and we've heard this before. When you miss out on Gavrikov, like it seems like some teams will because he's going to go to Boston, you check down to Kulikov. If you're one of those teams who maybe wanted Chikrin, and you don't get them, and you go, I just need something to make my blue line better. Kulikov is going to be a check down option for a lot of teams. I'm actually really intrigued by his market. 
Nick G says John Klingberg. No, he sucks and is very expensive. Uh, Kulikov is an upgrade on whom? I think defensively in his own end, he's an upgrade on Philip Broberg. I think he steadies you a little bit. He can take some of the hard minutes off the plate of some of their other options. I, I don't dislike Kulikov at all. And you'd get him at 50% retained for like 1.15 million. That's a good price tag to get a guy like that at. I'd, yeah, it makes sense. You put him in your second pair and move Kulak to yeah. the right side. Yeah, or Kulikov, I think, has experience playing the flip side as well. So he can do a lot of different stuff for you. Uh, let's get into our keys to victory tonight as the Oilers are taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. Edmonton looking for a big win at home. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood for the giant, giant keys to victory. For me, it's going to be penetrate this trap that the Flyers have going on. They are good at locking it down and playing just this slow, grinded out thing. If you're the Oilers, the key to victory is to force your own style of game upon the Flyers. You are at your best when you're getting a lot of dangerous chances. You're flying quickly in transition. That is what the Oilers need to do here tonight. I think part of that is on their big guns to really set the tone with that. But also those guys in the bottom six that we saw play well against Colorado, keep rolling that over. Ryan McLeod's playing good hockey. Warren Fogle's playing some good hockey. Keep that going tonight. If you're Jay Woodcroft, maybe play those guys a little bit more. And then you also need the big guns to set the tone. But the Oilers need to play their style tonight against Philadelphia Flyers and not get bought into a dump and chase fest like John Tortorella probably wants you to be. I agree. Okay. That was going to be mine. So I'll think of a new one right now. It was verbatim. Verbatim. Pretty close. Yeah. Mine is <laughs> the Oilers need to like simplify that game quite a bit. I think they screwed themselves in the fault with like bad icings and like terrible timing and all of a sudden they lose the face off and then we blame the face off loss but really the the issue is the fact it went down the ice and no 100%. one was able to get on it so just make simpler passes don't panic under pressure like you're better than the philadelphia flyers so just play your own game and keep it simple your skill should be good enough to beat this team alone fair get a victory well uh to be on brand for Sherwood ford the giant just bring your giant stick and give and deliver a giant beating. Like that is what this game needs to be. It just needs to be that. Like we got to get yeah. mentally back on the rails. We are so fickle. We are, we can't even handle a three goal lead. And if we get one, we start sitting back and screwing up and giving it away. We just need to deliver a giant beating Let's and then build off of that. Let's uh, talk about this thing from a betting perspective this evening. Brought to you by our friends at Betway. Hit it, Aaron. Yeah. The Oilers are big time favorites. Minus 300. The Flyers are plus 250. If you like the Oilers on the puck line, they're still only minus 134. Jay, I'll let you go first. You are looking for your first win since we started doing our game day big bets. <laughs> and uh, you're putting your money where your mouth is based on your key to victory. Should have won my last two. Well, should have. Should have done the cash out. Anyways, my bad. So I don't know how this works because I'm putting five units on this bet. No, you're only allowed one. I am putting five <laughs> units on this bet. You can place one for the challenge. So uh, you got a hole to climb out I'm of. I'm saying giant beat down. So I'm going Oilers minus 2.5. And that is paying 2.75 to one. Is Jay has made the change to the said. decimal system yeah. for betting. So decimals for every dollar I'm betting, I get two dollars and seventy-five cents back. It is probably a simpler way to think about it. It is the only way. It's it your way. It's no fractions. England is fractions. Oh, like three to two or yeah. whatever, or like yeah. six point five to oh, two. Oh, horse racing. Yeah. But like 
if it's if it doesn't have the three to three to two, it would be three to one if it wasn't a fraction. So yes. it's kind of it's similar. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, gotcha. But I like the way now. I it feels a lot easier because what's like, what's minus two seventy five? Other than it know. sounds disgusting, it, it sounds might not big. be that disgusting if you see it in a decimal form. Liam, what do you like tonight? <laughs> Going back to old reliable. <laughs> I dig it. I I'll like play that. goal in an empty net plus two fifty. Oh, so you think it's gonna be a close game? Uh, well, I see Edmonton Oilers. I'm sure they'll do something to keep it close, but uh, I think it'll be not close enough that the Oilers can uh, get an empty net goal. So there you go. I'm going with that. I'm Pretty taking the Oilers as a team to get 35 plus shots on goal. They've done this in two of their last three games, hitting 40 shots in two of those last three games as well. And they did this last time they played the Flyers, getting exactly 35 shots on goal. So Edmonton, 35 plus shots on goal, minus 134. I just want to win here. This seems like a little bit of a layup. The payout's not as good as what you guys are going after, but I think this is a nice safe we spot. We are due. Well, they're due for a juicy payout. Clearly, Jay and I's strategy is going very well with one win between the two of us, mm-hmm. and your strategy of being a bit more conservative. Boring. Earned you a little bit, but eventually we will rise and we will win this. Yeah, we claw back in, yep. in clumps. We're like Warren Fogel. Yes, <laughs> one in every seven. Or streaky. <laughs> but when we do, it's a two-goal night. Yep. Fair. Uh, Hungry Tyler asks, are they wearing the reverse retros tonight? Are we still 0-5 in those? They did beat the Hawks in their reverse retros. They're done with them, yeah. So I think tonight's just a normal jersey night for for the Oilers. Also, some people were asking us about our thoughts on Brad Marchand's comment. Did you see it? Oh, the boycott thing? Well, there was a report that Edmonton, Seattle, and I think it was Detroit, are in the running for the 2025 NHL All-Star game. We're supposed to be. That's the whole point of getting a new arena. You get entered into the, the draw. Yeah. Um, and Brad Marchand commented on that post and said, I can't wait to see how many players boycott that one. And which is troll. Kind of, like, that's yeah. what he does. Like, also, it's kind of true. Like, like, if he gets nominated, he will be in any of those cities. He might be, yeah. I do think, though, like, when you look back through All-Star games, like, attendance was good in Vegas. Attendance was very good in Florida. Attendance wasn't that good. So, when they go yeah, well, Columbus. players need to remember, you're still paying escrow. I'm sure you like that. What's the all-star game? Yeah, it's boring for me to watch, but it's for the kids. It's growing the game, and it's for the sponsors that are paying the bills. So it doesn't matter where the hell it is. Yeah. You report for duty, and we help grow the game. That helps your situation, and we move on. All right, Oilers and the Flyers tonight. What a weird schedule for Edmonton. You play in Colorado on Sunday. You fly home to play Philly. Then you fly to Pittsburgh to play the Penguins on Thursday. Columbus for a little morning game on Saturday as well. But I look at this. The Penguins are spiraling. They've They've lost three in a row. The Flyers only have three wins in their last 10. Columbus is more interested in Connor Bedard than they are in winning hockey games. (laughs) These are three very winnable hockey games for the Edmonton Oilers. I have to ask you a question. What? Uh, in Nate Radio and Television, mm-hmm. what did they? T- what was your training when you have to sneeze on live television? Hit your cough button. I'll pull your mic down. You ready? Yeah. No, it's live. Well, it's it, funny. Now I had to. And now I've talked. My eyes are watering though because I of actually this. have a strategy. They didn't tell me this at school. This was a life lesson. If you say pineapples to yourself, it distracts your brain and you forget that you need to sneeze because you're now thinking about pineapples. Test it. But only Trust pineapples. Why well, do I just think of like about you say other things? Red pine- truck. There you go. Think that about a cool truck. Next time you have to sneeze. Now I remember this red truck in Mortlax, Saskatchewan that my aunt had. And there goes the sneeze. Oh my God. <laughs> Magic. There you go. 
Uh, just quickly, if you missed it earlier in the show, Stuart Skinner is starting tonight. Sounds like Evander Kane and Clem Costin won't play this evening. And Vinny DeHarnay is back with the squad. So I think the Oilers will go with whatever, 11 and 7 again this evening with Vinny in the lineup. But can, can De, uh, Drew, uh, Drew Shaw, Devin Shaw play? I think so would they not have to go 10 and 7? Oh, yeah. Boy, that's Vinny needs confusing. to be in. I'm be sorry. We'll they said he's in. Like, yeah. Vinny probably gets us those W's. He's got us more than he's lost. It slows so. it, calms it down, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. Like, what was oh, fuck, that overtime against Colorado? <laughs> like, what was Nurse thinking there? Just like, just let, let, Ranton and get in front of him and then had to chase him to the night. Like, you can't like he had the option to be in front and stay with him, but he gave it up. Oh God. Anyways, game should have gone to overtime. Things, there's many the, things we pissed off about in that game. Let's hope the Oilers give us plenty of things to cheer about this evening. So minus two and a half, of course, minus two and a half a Oilers cool, on home easy ice. night. Everyone just relax. It's a nice Tuesday after a family day long weekend. Enjoy yourself. Just sit in your chair feeling confident that the game's just going to go the way it needs to go. Vinny's in. Mm-hmm. He's going to tone it down. Vander, what's Vander Kane's situation? Not playing. Still not playing. Don't think Ouch. so. Yeah. Anything disclosed? No. Upper body. They showed a video, actually. There was a video circulating around. It was against Detroit. He got hit, and he looked like he got hit into his arm, and it kind of like compressed it a little bit, so it might be a shoulder or elbow thing. Just speculating, mm-hmm. but someone tweeted a video about it today. Ah, well, there you go. It's an upper body thing. That's what we know. We'll see. See if he's in the lineup Thursday. Uh, Drop your score predictions in the chat before you dip out. Hit the like button as well. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford. The Giant, as always, this has been a fun Sherwood Ford Giant game day edition of the show. Also, shout out to our friends at Star Mechanical. Also, Betway. Bet 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. Enjoy the game tonight. 7 o'clock puck drop. We'll be back tomorrow with Frank Saravalli.